Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Welcome into Players Only with Chiefs Radio Network color analyst Danon Hughes. Nice slant route. This is a business decision. You know you're going to take a lump. And former linebacker Sean Barber. There's a thing called street justice. You take care of yours. Yeah. You take care of your family. Take care of your chicken. Take care of your money. <laughs> On your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. What's going on, Chiefs Kingdom? Chiefs family, Kansas City, we are back in the building, players only, just like we come each and every Thursday during the football season. And I have to say, before we really get into it, this is this might be the toughest show that I've had to do. Not because Barbershop ain't here, that would make it easy, but I got my boy, fellow Jersey brother, Desmond yes, Moses in the house. What's up, yes, Des? Man, glad to be here. But Let's do it. I'm saying, man, this is tough. Here's why it's tough. What's that? And the phone lines, don't forget the phone lines. Text lines open, 913-586-7610. Desmond, I know you and I didn't play together. We didn't play during the same era. No. I was somewhat of a trash talker. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, that's Jersey in us, right? I talk and, to them, folks. <laughs> and, but as you may know, like I do, it comes a time when – it's not about talking no more. Right. About it's about action. the business, right? Yeah. yeah. And some like some people handle when they get past that limit, they handle it differently. <laughs> right? I was personally the type of player where, okay, I'll talk, but you gotta be more careful when I'm silent. Mm. Right? Mm. Because that means like I've gone to a different place. Right. <laughs> and now with the Bengals talking trash, calling Arrowhead, Burrowhead. Mm. Like, like it's going to be tough for me. It's going to, like, I got to realize that I'm a broadcaster, yo. I got, like, because my, my body and my brain tells me to go into that dark place <laughs> and don't say nothing. But I can't, like, I can't do nothing about it no more. Like, I'm not going out on the field. But just the mindset is the same. It's like, okay. So, like, earlier this week, I saw the Burrowhead video. I don't know if you saw that on Twitter. Yeah. And I, and I retweeted it, and I said, okay. Like, that's the words I had. That's all the words I could drum up for that disrespect was, all right. Like, it was like, all right. But, but those guys have had success. You know, he got a reason to be a little bit cocky right now. But I don't think, I don't think this Sunday is going to work out for him. I'm going to just say that. He's, he, you know what he did in 2022, but this is now 2023. So I hope the Chiefs bought that action too this Sunday. All right, like Julio, you done, done talking? I like, I don't know. We got, we got like fifty minutes of commercials because, like, I, that's how I feel right now. I feel like okay, like we could give a lot of sponsorship money right now on the air because, like, I don't have much, but I'm going to battle through it, Des. You know what I'm saying? Let's do it. My man Barbershop's not here. He went to, I believe, he went to the East West. Um, all-star game. I think he's kind of doing some things like that. So he's still connected with football. And uh, so I had to go to the bullpen again to get my brother here, Desmond Moses, former linebacker here with the Chiefs, as well as the Green Bay Packers. Uh, Jersey Cat as well. So we got to stick together there. And yeah. before we really dig deep into the, the Bengals 
and and I have to I have to be professional. I guess we got to look back on this Jaguars game and the divisional round win. Uh, obviously, the big story come out of that game is Patrick Mahomes and his ankle. Absolutely. Um, but before we get into that part, like what what were your thoughts about just the win? and getting back to this fifth straight AFC championship at home. It was critical. You know, Kansas City, first off, for a team to get into that position year after year, it's difficult to do. You know, in the National Football League, it's a war of attrition to stay healthy, you know, to keep your stars healthy. We had a little scare this this past Saturday, but that's football. You know, Mm -hmm. it's a dangerous game. Guys go out there and, and sacrifice their bodies, their minds, in order to play this game. So, you know, there's no guarantees that you get back to that position. So kudos to, to Kansas City for that, obviously. But I think they had that Jacksonville game under control from from the from the jump. Oh yeah, and and there wasn't really a point where things got shaky outside of that Patrick Mahomes injury. Now there's a lot of talk around that. Was yeah. it intentional? Yeah. What you think? So yeah, I definitely want to dig into that because I went at it. They could tell you. So one thing, we had a Saturday game, like you mentioned. So I had Sunday, and I was relatively bored. So normally when I'm bored, I challenge people on Twitter. Okay. And I go back at them, and, like, I posted the video of the hit. You've been in that position. Oh, yeah. Rushing the quarterback, hitting the quarterback, having big old linemen pushing on you. It's tough. You know, you going full speed at something and then having to stop on the dime, you leaving your feet, all that stuff. So I say all that to be say. Saying, and I even got people saying, "You basically, you're supposed to be a Chiefs fan. What are you? What are you going? Like, what are you supporting uh, Arden for?" I'm like, "I'm supporting football and right. real plays." So to me, it wasn't a dirty play. Right. To me, like when you think about physics, you think about the the goals of what you guys have and what you have to grind through as a pass rusher and a defensive player, as well as the rules. As well as the rules, <laughs> like it's tough. Yeah. And what my message ultimately was to tell people and the fans out there listening, don't let slow motion fool you. Slow motion is the detriment to reality for yeah. a lot of fans in regards to late hits, good hits, bad hits, uh, helmet to helmet. Slow mo will give you a false reality of what's physically mm-hmm. possible. When you are running full speed at somebody and you leap and leave your leave your feet, trying to go for a ball, now you are 240 pounds in the in air, the air yeah. coming down, and because slow motion says his eyes look down. Like, my eyes look down. Like, <laughs> my eyes look down on the bed when I jump in, and I still sit on the remote. Like, you know what I mean? I still sit on a, a hanger. You know, so, like, there's things that are just not from a physics standpoint – but physically not possible to do. So I am not saying that, you know, I'm going to vote Arden as defensive player of the week, Arden Key, defensive player of the week. What I am saying, let's be realistic in that, to me, that wasn't a dirty hit. No, and and I had the same type of conversation with a guy on Twitter, and, you know, he's like, well, he fell straight down. And I'm like, look, you got to understand the the amount of rules these guys are trying to follow. You can't hit them high, can't Mm -hmm. hit them low. You can't drive him to the ground, which is considered a form yep. tackle. So defenders are forced to pull quarterbacks down. I mean, it's the only choice that they have in that sense that, you know, if I yeah. land on this guy, it's going to cost my team 15 yards and a penalty. I have to jump on him and then try and fall straight down. It looks re- and sounds ridiculous, but that's a quick snapshot of what it looks like to try and tackle and sack a quarterback in today's NFL. And as much as we would like to say that guys are 100% focused on football and you're making plays – we're also human. Yeah. They made, I believe it was like 40 something thousand dollars last week to play in that game. Everybody. So yeah. everybody, <laughs> just for the for the listeners out there, in case you didn't know, every player makes the same amount of money during the postseason. Whether you are the first player starting quarterback, Patrick mm-hmm. Mahomes, or you are Chris Lamonts, who just got released and played as a special teamer. Everybody got the same check, same check for the postseason. And that was somewhere in the 40s. I believe it was like 41 for the wild card, maybe 49 for the divisional or something like that. That's gross. Right. Net is roughly half of that when you're talking about taxes and your agent fees and all that stuff. Exactly. So you played that game for, let's say, 20, 25,000 at the most. 
and you get fined for hitting a quarterback 15 grand. Like, we, I'd like to say that that doesn't come into play in guys' minds, but I can't say 100% of the defenders in the league don't think about that. For sure. So if you are that linebacker, you're going after the quarterback, you're being pushed by Orlando Brown, he's 300-something pounds, your objective is to get to the quarterback, the quarterback moves, so you're trying to move with him. The game is full speed. You see him bring the ball up to throw it. You jump in the air to jump at the ball. You try to keep your head away from his head because you don't want to hit him in the head, so you hit him in the shoulder pad, squeeze him. Another force is coming where they squeeze him from the other side. So just like if I ran and jumped into this wall – I would not go through the wall. I would hit the wall and drop straight down. You drop straight down. And unfortunately, I'm not thinking about, oh, his legs are there. Let me move out of the way. Because first of all, it's not physically possible. And second of all, like that's the least I'm worried about in regards to how I fall. Because I don't want my leg to be twisted underneath or something like that. So all in all... That was a big play. I just wanted to clear the air because I got so many so many comments on Twitter about that that I was, you know, being a detriment to the Chiefs or whatever. Like football's football and there's reality within football. We played it. it's a dangerous sport. You get hurt, injuries are part of the game. Yeah. But I was immensely impressed with how the toughness that Patrick showed in coming back in the game. Uh I personally I have the job of being in the booth and calling the game, so I have a great vantage point of looking down on the sideline. We have Josh Klingler, our own 610's Josh Klingler, down on the sideline um, giving us updates, injuries, et cetera. Mm -hmm. We're watching, and I saw Patrick Mahomes sit down for maybe 10 seconds. And you've had ankle injuries. I've had ankle injuries. Usually – you're, you have a, a high propensity to sit down because you want to rest it and, and flex it, and that's a bad thing because if you stand straight, if you still stay standing up, you're moving around, that's a positive. Keep and the loose. fact he kept it loose, stayed on the sideline, was throwing, even while Chad Henney was in the game. So I'm not surprised, even in the locker room, I did the post-game interviews. I'm, I'm interviewing other people, not Patrick. I'm mm-hmm. interviewing, you know um, – I think I interviewed Juju Smith-Schuster. I interviewed a couple of defensive guys. And Patrick's walking around the locker room and joking with guys. And if you – like you remember like I do, when you're injured on the field and the game is over, Mm -hmm. where do you go? Straight to the the training room. Straight to the training room. And you (laughs) stay in there usually until the media leaves or something like that. So the fact that he was still out amongst all the fellas – told me this ain't that serious. Now, I'm not saying that he's going to be 100%, but it's not that serious. You know what I found interesting, too? Even just watching the TV copy, I watched it at home. It was like, you know, people have this perception of Patrick Mahomes making all of those cool plays, making all of those cool throws from all the different platforms. You know, I think Saturday was one of the first times that I I really gained a respect for Patrick as the competitor, Mm -hmm. as a football player. We never really seen him deal with those type of you know, physical challenges, but but like Dana just said, this guy never sat down. He, I mean, he was barking at Andy oh, like, yeah. "Look, you got to put me <laughs> in, man. Look, I'm not." You know, I seen him over there with uh, you know the, the training staff, and and this guy was just stuck. He was he was stuck on going in. He would yeah. not let his team down, and that's one of those characteristics that you love in your quarterback, especially when you when his name is Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> and, and and that attitude is infectious. Oh, 100%. It's contagious. One hundred percent because. I've, we've both been on sidelines where, okay, I think I'm giving everything I got. I think I'm dialed in. And then I see somebody yeah. that is, you know, like the, the bloody sock, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, in baseball. I forgot the pitcher's name. Uh, Kurt Schilling. Yeah, Schilling. <laughs> yep. Pitcher, bloody sock. You see something. You see a guy, you know, Ronnie Lott cut off his pinky yeah. because it was broken. Go back in the game. You see, uh, you know, concussions. Guys get uh, smelling sauce, go back in the game. You're yeah. like, oh, you look to the side, like, all right, so that's what that's what we're doing today. Yeah. Like, okay, oh, we're, we're not just playing football no more. We're putting our lives on the line for this, yeah. for our fans, for this win. So now that's where we're going to. And, oh, yeah. like, when your quarterback does it, you know, it's, that, different. it's a whole tone. different – it sets a whole different tone. So, But you can feel it from your leaders, though. You know, I yeah. played with A.J. Hawk. This guy used to get knocked out every game, and it's mm-hmm. like – 
okay, so this is the this is the level. Yeah. Okay, this he plays the second half still. Not that we're telling the young you know yeah. players to do that, but this was the physicality. When you saw your leaders operate this way with that type of toughness, as a young guy, as another guy, fellow teammate, you know it's time yeah. to crank it up. Well, that was a huge win, obviously, because we extend the season. We uh, cut the season short for the Jaguars. I want to get into the second segment. We're going to talk about the coach of the year just briefly. Um, but the Jaguars had a solid season. I thought they were a good team. They were had eight losses coming into the game. If you remember me talking last week, six of those eight losses were by one score. Um, they were a team that showed up in a weak AFC South and became the cream of the crop of yeah. that and put a fight. Uh, you know, if Patrick doesn't go down with an injury, that game is not a seven-point game. Uh, but give props to Chad Henney. Yeah. Anything's possible, <laughs> anytime, whatever way you want to say it, because he showed up and I got a chance to interview him after the game. And it's just refreshing to see a guy that's a pro. Mm. I mean, a 15 year guy that doesn't get much opportunities, only had two pass attempts, hadn't had a completion all year, minimal opportunities on the field yeah. and steps in on two yard line, drives the team 98 yards. Credit to Eric Bieniemy. uh, to Andy Reid, to all the offensive coaches for dialing it in and utilizing his skill set, getting, getting the ball quick out of his hands, implementing the run game in that drive, and being able to capitalize. I think that was probably as demoralizing to the Jaguars as anything else <laughs> no, in the game. That definitely. you like, we oh, like if you you've been right. on that side where. <laughs> You hit the, you knock the quarterback out, and you're like, oh, yes, you salivate. Yes, okay, we got this other guy in. He's definitely not the MVP like Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, and then he moves the ball down your field and down your throat and scores a touchdown on the drive, and you're like, dang. Yeah. Like now, what we gonna like, do? <laughs> like they're like, just better than us as yeah, a team. They, you yeah. Know? So it, it, now, yeah. what we go? We just gotta hope for the best after this. <laughs> so yeah, it was a great win, great opportunity, a great fan, great experience. Also, I think it was really a a, a pro. A, Shout out to Andy Reid and, and Eric Bieniemy. You know, it's like yeah. for them guys, they really got to show off. You yep. know, when you got Patrick Mahomes, he's going to get a lot of the love because deservingly so. But on that drive, specifically in the middle of the game, without a ton of time to prep, yeah. those guys still put together a masterful drive, and, and Chad Henney executed it. Yeah, you definitely got to give props to the coaching, Matt Nagy as well, that they were able they that you recognize and this is where the Chiefs fans and the Chiefs kingdom should be really proud. You recognize that you have an extremely well coached team. Yes. All around. Yes. And that hasn't always been able to be said around <laughs> here and in a lot of cities. So a lot of teams, the other I'd say twenty five ish of the other teams, maybe even more, would love to have this kind of presence yeah. and the leadership that we have. All right. When we come back we're going to go into some hot takes, spitfire takes uh, around the league, as well as maybe chat about these coaches a little bit more. This is Players Only with Damon Hughes and Sean Barber. Thursday nights at 6 on your official broadcast partner at the Kansas City Chiefs 610 Sports Radio. Bono looking to pass the football, goes in the middle, pass is cut, touchdown Kansas City, touchdown Chiefs, touchdown Chiefs, Damon Hughes, touch the bullet over the middle from Steve Bono. First and 10 for the Chiefs at the 14 of the Steelers, halfback pass, Marcus Allen right side, touchdown Kansas City, Damon Hughes from Marcus Allen. Expert analysis, news and views. From Chiefs Radio Network color analyst, Damon Hughes. This so-called number one defense in the NFL that hadn't played anybody during the last part of the season. And we showed who was the best team on this field and deserved to host another AFC. D-Nice. Julio, we got to make some adjustments. That's got to change to five straight AFC championships at Arrowhead Stadium, G-E-H-A Field. Five straight. That's a that's a old. Oh, I gotta get with B Dub. We gotta make some edits in there. <laughs> Throwing five straight because that's where we are right now, Chiefs fans. We are um, amidst a run unheard of in NFL history to host five straight AFC yeah. Championship games. We have that on tap this week, and what just over what forty eight hours? I guess yeah. Uh, maybe around 60, 60 hours or so. Yeah. That's where we'll be. So, And we are back, as 
I spoke about during the first quarter of the show. We got uh, the ultimate bullpen arm coming in for Sean Barber being missing, and Desmond Moses is here with us. And, Desmond, we got the phone lines, text lines open, 913-586-7610. So hit us up. I see you, Dan. Melvin, we'll get to y'all in the next segment. But this segment is the Hot Fire Takes. So I'm going to put some weight on your shoulders now to come strong with a Hot Fire Take. The ultimate judge back there is Julio he can be swayed sometimes. I see. <laughs> I seen barbershop slip him a, a few dollars underneath the door, and he gives me the want, want, want. But yeah. he probably gonna take it easy on you. But shoot, shoot your shot. Well, I just read something. It was talking about one of the top quarterbacks in the NFL right now. They compared Josh Allen to Kirk Cousins 2.0. <laughs> this guy was just in a running for the MVP race just a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. You know, talking about the 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 one of the young talented arms. Um, in the National Football League, obviously there's a, a top tier, in my opinion, of, of young quarterbacks. I wouldn't even call them young anymore. Successful, you know, the, the now yeah. version of the quarterbacks. Obviously, the, the Tom Brady's a leaving. Temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. You know, these guys are retiring, but with Josh Allen, obviously Joe Burrow, and then the king of the helm right now, Patrick Mahomes, um, a lot of people have some strong opinions about this, but that's my order, Danon. Where do you have these guys lined up? So so what, so what you're saying is is that everybody needs to slow their roll slow on, on elevating these cats that just because they compete at a high level – doesn't put them in top, top tier and definitely not in the conversation with Patrick Mahomes. You can say 100%. Joe Burrow because yeah. of what he's done over these last two years. But, you know, also let's remember the first year of Joe Burrow and just because he only, he beat us three straight times doesn't necessarily automatically do it, but I would put him there. Yeah. But then there are some other guys that, whether it's the Justin Herberts and everybody else, that's always well, he's slipping being on elevated. List. Yeah, like, <laughs> he's slipping on my Let's list. be real. We know around this Chiefs kingdom that Patrick Mahomes is the elite of the elite. 100%. But these other guys, there's, a, there's not a close second. No. The NFL tries to create these stories, I think, so they have these narratives yep. going into the week, you know, and try to put these guys up against one, each other, one another. But in reality, Patrick Mahomes, and we talked a little bit about Joe Burrow, you know, not a good week to give him some kudos, but – these guys have that it factor, that look in their eye when the game is on the line. These guys lock in, and it seems like they get better in that crunch Salivating. time. Salivating. You know something's going to happen. You just don't know what they're going to yeah. do. Exactly. <laughs> All right, Julio. Julio must be in a good mood. All right. So my hot fire take this week, I got a couple of them. One, 
Uh, Des, you can see I got, you know, I got some um, props with me. I got, <laughs> I, I wore something different today to the show. You He's know, in here in a hard hat, y'all. <laughs> got He's a hard ready. hat on. If you follow me on Twitter or Instagram, follow me on Twitter at DAHughesGuy83 or on uh, Instagram at Hughes. And you see the picture of me up against the mic with my hard hat. Brought my lunch pail. True lunch pail. I'm posting it that? right now. You hear, that men- <laughs> you hear that metal? That's a hard hat and lunch pail. Like I'm going to the, to the mines after this. I'm going on an oil tanker for weeks at a time. Because I feel like this week is not about talk. It's about being about it. It's about bringing your lunch pail to work and... That's where this team needs to be. Yeah, we got a little bit talking back with Willie Gay Jr. and his comments, <laughs> but for the most part, all the talk, all the flossing, all the flexing has come from Cincinnati. Uh, calling Arrowhead, Burrowhead, and I mentioned this in the first quarter. So it's a hard hat, lunch pail week to me. I feel like this is the mindset that you got to have if you're a chief player and a chief fan is coming to the stadium Bring your hard hat because it's going to be a full day of work, yeah. full 60 minutes. It ain't going to be about talking. It's about body slamming and throwing bodies and, and making plays. And that's where we are this week. I feel like the mindset has to flip yeah. uh, into a different mode that maybe we haven't had uh, in a while. 100%. Kansas City got to be thinking get back. You know, there's a yeah. couple of teams that when you see them come up on your schedule, it's, it's highlight it's go circle time. asterisk <laughs> put your hard hat on get your lunch pail because it's going to be one of those type of days a team that doesn't necessarily fear you and you don't want them to yeah you want to go out and look them square in the eye and, and kick the tail so you know i'm a movie guy i know you've seen the movie Har- harlem nights oh yeah eddie murphy richard pryor red fox a little before my time but yep. yeah <laughs> oh, see now you're gonna date me now see you throw that in there jersey cat all right so in that movie you remember one of the pivotal scenes was Della Reese fighting Ella, uh, Eddie Murphy. Right. <laughs> and to me, there was a, there's a statement in that fight. It was comedy, but there's a statement in that fight that is like a life lesson and a sports lesson. Okay. When she was throwing haymakers at him, when she had him down before he hit her, uh, not to give it away for people, hopefully everybody's seen this, but his, before he hit her with the garbage can top, <laughs> He was, she was throwing haymakers, and what was she saying? You are going to learn to respect me. And while throwing it, all throwing hooks, right? 100%. That's the mindset you got to have on the football field this week yeah. is like, okay, y'all done shown that you don't respect us. I'm not saying I don't respect you, but I ain't saying it. Right. You got to earn my respect. But now what I'm going to do to you in these 60 minutes you are going to respect me. That's the smack. That's that's the smack that I want to see from the from the broadcast booth. Yeah. And I think that's the mindset that the players got to have. I think they will have it. You know, this this has been a long time coming. They hear all the chirping, they hear the media talk about how, you know, Kansas City's been struggling versus this team, 0 and 3 versus this team in 2022. Kansas City doesn't care nothing about that. Right no. now, they're the obstacle in the road and Kansas City's going to get to work. That's my hot take, Julio. Thank you. I'm back on top. Top of the world, Craig. Top of the world. All right, when we come back, we got Dan, Melvin. We got the text lines firing up. We're going to tackle those next. This is Players Only with Dana Hughes and Sean Barber. Thursday nights at 6 on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. He gets buried. He gets destroyed by Sean Barber. Julio, I like to edit. Seems like yesterday we used to rock the show. I'll be missing you, Barbershop. <laughs> we miss you. <laughs> oh, excellent, excellent. Yeah, that is the jam. Yeah. <laughs> Barbershop is not here. For any listeners that just are tuning in, Sean Barber is not in attendance, so we had to cut short his intro and add in a little extra juice. So, Barbershop, I know you listen often. There you go, man. You're still on our minds, but you ain't here. So 
Desmond is here. We're going to make an intro for Desmond. Let's go. Because Barbershop be tardy, tardy to the party, and now he's out. There you go. All right, we are back. Halftime's over of the show. We have this segment where we're going to the phone lines, the text lines. I see a couple from the 913. Josh Allen is reckless. Yes, he is. <laughs> Quick question, 913. Do players get paid for the bye week? I think now, to answer your question, now they do. I believe they got paid like 41000 each for even the players that had the bye and didn't play or didn't didn't play in the in the um, wild card round. Oh, you're talking in the playoffs. Yeah, in the playoffs. I don't think so. Back in the day, back in the day, I don't think we did. Yeah. Uh, I think I had a bye once or twice mm-hmm. uh, in '95, '97, and we did not get. I don't believe we got paid while everybody else was playing. So, you got one week of work and practice and everything. And if if we got paid, it was less than who was playing. Yeah. And now they get paid equally. So if you pay, played in the wild card round, you got paid. And if you got the buy, you got paid. That's so, fair, though. You, yeah. shouldn't, you shouldn't, you know, lose some bread because you Or work you for free. Well. Yeah. <laughs> you got, still got to go to work. You got to play the next week. All right, Dan and KC, what you got? Hey, Dan. Hey, Desmond. How you doing? Hey, yeah, Dan. it was five straight ASC titles. How about Henny Danon? 98 yards. And uh, how about the Patrick coming back into the game in the second half with a, with a jump pass to Scantling? Now I'm getting ready to get fired up now, Dan. The Bengals have been talking smack all week long. And Mike Kelton last night calling Burrowhead, you know, Arrowhead, Arrowhead, Burrowhead. Let him keep talking. And on the mayor's doing it too, Danon. Let's get fired up. Uh, I think the Chiefs are going to pound those Bengals into the, into the ground, Danon, on, on Sunday night. I wish the game was tonight. Let's go to the Super Bowl. Thank you, yourself, guys. Appreciate you, Dan. Thanks. Let's go. Dan, for all the new listeners, is that jolt of energy comes strong each and every week. We appreciate that. Love the energy, Dan. Definitely. We're going to make them pay this week. Thanks, Dan. All right, Melvin, Mission, what you got? Hey, Dan, thanks for the call. I I had to regroup because you and uh, Desmond kind of hit on my my thoughts, so I had to regroup. But what I've noticed... (laughs) Like the first couple of years, Lamar was a threat to Patrick. Then Josh, the next couple of years, Josh Allen was a threat to Patrick. Now it seems like it's Joe Burrow is a threat to Patrick. And I guess the next couple of years will be Justin Herbert once he gets organized. But, you know, like everybody's been saying, Cincinnati's been doing a lot of talking. The last one that did this talking was Shaq Barrett, Tampa Bay. And you see what we did to them. (laughs) And the narrative that everybody is missing, everybody's talking about the 49ers. When they're the number one defense when we played them, mm-hmm. we went out there to Palo Alto and we put 44 <laughs> on that number one defense. So everybody's, you know, ignoring the Chiefs and what they do offensively. And so I think this might be the year when we win our second second Super Bowl. And I just I like the way the Chiefs are playing. Just be low-key and let, let everybody else do their talking, like they said. Walk softly and carry your big stick. There you yeah. go. To you next week. All right. Appreciate right. you, Melvin. Thanks for calling in. We got Big Jacks. Big Jacks. Jacks. My guy. What's up, fellas? What's going on, bro? What's up, man? Oh, man. Good, man. Good to hear you, Desmond. Yeah, likewise. Right on, bro. So, <clears throat> you know what, man? Uh, Cincinnati has every right to talk all they want to. Because they came in here, they beat the Chiefs three times in a row, Mm -hmm. one of those times in their house to go to the Super Bowl, and here we are again. So my thing is, it's really, it's not rocket science. It's not easy, but it is simple. Three things they got to do this week to win. Number one, eliminate mistakes, both turnovers and uh, penalties. Number two, run the ball. (laughs) Let's let's put this running game and, and make it what it needs to be. And number three, they got to get Joe Burrow on the ground. They can't hurry him. They can't rush him. They have to sack him on the ground. If they at least get three to five sacks, they'll walk away. His ASC chance will be back in the bowl, baby. So, hey, man, I appreciate your time, bro. I'll holler at y'all. Yeah. Appreciate you, Jack. Yeah, I might use that on, on Saturday, on Sunday show, I mean. With your keys, right? Yeah, keys to victory, yep. man. I like that, Jax. Yep. Desmond, for everybody listening out there, does an outstanding job on KCTV5 with the pregame show, so you can check him out each and every Sunday. They're putting together plays, breaking down plays, yeah. breaking down the matchups, et cetera. So check him out there. 
Uh, I agree with two of your keys. Uh, I will say that, um, oh, gosh, one of them, a little bit outside of the spectrum. I, Which like, one? And I think it's talking about the run game. Okay. So you don't think here's, we need it? Well, I think we need it. But here's my point in the run game. Every time we run the ball, the best player in the NFL doesn't have the ball. So the biggest, to me, the biggest uh, situation and issue and challenge that you have with Eric Bieniemy and Andy Reid is how often do you not want the best player in the league to have the ball? I have to respectfully disagree with you on that one only because, especially now this week with Patrick dealing with an injury, his mobility will be a question I think having that balance as far as the run game, pass game, play action, and keeping the defense off balance will keep Patrick out of those dangerous situations physically. So you think – so if we ran the ball, and I don't know how many times we ran, I don't have my notes in front of me last week. Are you thinking five more times this week? If we Average NFL game is 65 plays. Right. Right? So 65 plays. How many plays would quench – your desire for the run game. <laughs> I need to see 25 to 28. Okay, you know? 25 to 28. And and that includes a couple carries for for, for my guy McKinnon. He's playing at oh, a yeah. really high level. Mm-hmm. But you also got to consider there's going to be five to ten more plays, versions of runs for Andy Reid, whether it's a shovel pass, whether True. it's a screen pass, where he'll get the same type of action and get those linemen out in front. And to me, that's also – I don't think a lot of fans and a lot of people recognize oh, the yeah. bubble screens – the shovels and all those are listed as passes, but they are designed to do the same yeah. thing as a run. Yep. Spread the defense, force linebackers like yourself to look sideways, mm-hmm. and then while you're looking sideways with all the action, that's when we gash yeah. you down the middle with a run play or with a, a play to Travis Kelsey down the middle of the field. So Absolutely. Every, there's a method to the madness in regards to the game plan, the offensive approach, and sometimes it doesn't show up in the stats as 18 runs for 120 yards. Right. It's, in reality, those are 25 runs. Yeah. They were just six passes or seven passes that are really like runs. And McKinnon's had two or three of them this year. Uh, Hartman had a few. Uh, Tony's had a few where these guys are just catching passes, and, and, and Patrick loves it. You know, it's a safe pass for him, but the yards count just the same. Absolutely. We got Big T. Shawnee, what's going on, Big T? Hey, guys, thanks for taking my call, man. I'm nice. Good job tonight. You know, I like hearing the players' perspective. And, you know, you don't realize, you know, what you're talking about when these guys get paid just uh, that little amount of money for playoff games. So I like hearing that information. Uh, you know, so they're, they're calling Arrow, uh, Arrowhead Burrowhead. And, and I think they're kind of right about that because when our oh. defensive line is done with him on Sunday, they're going to burrow his head into the Arrowhead. <laughs> I like that. You caught me off right. guard with that one, Big T. I like it. I like punk ass little moly. You know, he looks like the guy from Home Alone. And they were saying, you know, when he was a kid, he was scared of Lord Lord Voldemort from Lord of the Rings. Well, we're all going to be. How about we all just dress up and mask with Lord Voldemort, and he'll just freak out and the ball on every play. Send out the memo. But, you know, our 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 MVP, our, you know, Pat Mahomes, the King of Swing, the best trigger man in the league. You notice how he just keeps his mouth shut because he he speaks louder with his actions on the field. And, and I just believe come Sunday, you know, Arrowhead, it's just so disrespectful that they have us an underdog. And then it's swung back finally today because of the betting. But, you know, I just kind of feel like, um, you know, uh, this guy just don't undersell him. And, and you know, uh, when the action's all said and done, you know, Travis Kelsey, he's just a beast. I oh, like yeah. the running game. Yep. We're, we're going to be victorious. And then, you know, I just want to leave you with this. Um, their city, they're known in for Oktoberfest to do the chicken dance. Well, that's all you need to know. They're a bunch of walk, 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 walk. <laughs> let's go out and kick some bingo ass on Sunday. And as always, let's go cheese. There you go. Big T, I appreciate it, man. Yeah, I love that energy as well, and I agree. We can, we can definitely change the narrative, make some noise, make them pay for uh, the disrespect. Uh, at this point, to me, like, there's nothing more ne- needed to be said. So the text line, uh, what do we got? Uh, here's what we got from the 816. What's up, Dana? It's Rhino uh, reaching out to the players to hearing the Bengals call Burrowhead. I think the players have handled it very well, have said the right things, uh, and you can tell they are laser-focused, Rhino, in the job at hand uh, this Sunday. So, 
Yeah, it's going to be a great game. It's going to be a great, really competitive game. If you remember, all three matchups have been within three points or all three points. And at least two of the three I can remember where we made a mistake and opened the door. Travis Kelsey uh, with the fumble. Uh, We had the interception in overtime or two interceptions by Patrick Mahomes last year in the AFC Championship, but specifically the one in overtime that opened the door for them to uh, kick the game-winning field goal. so And then we did not, in turn, force any mistakes or turnovers or big hits on their quarterback, dislodging the ball from a ball carrier, et cetera. We allowed Samaje P. Ryan to run for over 100 yards uh, earlier this year. Uh, so they got a, a, a great complement of weapons, and we're going to have to step our entire game up um, this week. So from the 480, before we go to break, uh, what's up players only is the bulletin board material mean anything to players or is just media circus thing. Heck yeah. You hear that stuff. And mm-hmm. sometimes coaches even use it. They'll bring that stuff right into the locker room and let you know, say, Hey, roll the clip. Here's what they say. Here's saying. what this guy's talking about. Here's what they're saying about you. You know, because as a coach, you want to motivate your players however you can. And, and sometimes it's hard to get these, you know, yep. really rich guys up to play a football game, rarely in the playoffs. But this definitely doesn't help for, well, for the Bengals. Well, we, as players in the locker room, you're always trying to tap into something extra. Yeah. Like it could be yeah. a family member sick, yeah. a death in your family. You're trying to dedicate your play for your family, a friend. Um, you see disrespect from the other yeah. team. Maybe one of your teammates got hurt in a previous week. I've been there. Uh, I mean, <laughs> Might be what, a dirty hit, a yeah, dirty whatever play it earlier is. on. And how coaches – Add to that is these type of things. They'll show you the the clip. They'll make sure somebody else is talking about it in the locker room. Maybe a PR guy is spreading the word. <laughs> so the coaches aren't. So there's there's a method to the madness to try to get you to that next level. So built-in board material does mean stuff. It uh, doesn't mean that they don't – if there is no built-in board material, that guys take it lightly. But it does mean when it is prevalent, uh, guys take it to heart. All right, with that, uh, we are going to the fourth quarter of the show. We got to talk about a little bit more about this matchup and maybe get a few keys or a few more keys to this Chiefs AFC championship win and the opportunity to go to the promised land in Glendale, Arizona. We'll talk more about that next. This is Players Only with Damon Hughes and Sean Barber. Thursday nights at 6 on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs 610 Sports Radio. We are back in the building. We got about seven minutes left or so to wrap up this show, this edition, AFC Championship edition of Players Only. I believe we've been, this is our fifth year on air as Players Only during the AFC Championship. So we we may have to rename the show from Players Only to AFC Championship (laughs) Players Only because obviously, Desmond, we must bring the extra juice to the team. We are just as much of a factor of this Chiefs team getting to the AFC Championship as Andy Reid. No, I'm only kidding. We like to think so anyway. <laughs> uh, we appreciate the callers and the text line chiming in um, over this last segment. Uh, there was a few extra ones that I wanted to get to from the 785. It was pretty long text, but ultimately what he was asking is if – and a half-injured or a partial-injured Patrick Mahomes beats Joe Burrow, does that mean that Joe Burrow is overrated? I don't think so. I think Joe Burrow, to me, has elevated himself past Josh Allen, like you mentioned, past Justin Herbert, uh, past Aaron Rodgers, like past the great quarterbacks in the league of the past, and he's a a number two behind Patrick Mahomes. Now, his numbers – are number two esque. You said one one name there that I just can't agree with now. Let's, let's you saying A Rod? Watch out now. That's my guy. A Rod is still. He's you, still. You he, think he's still up there? Oh man. I mean, he didn't have any weapons. You know, 
any coordination with his coordinators. That's his fault, though. We talked about that last week. You don't show no. up all offseason, and you got a rookie first-rounder, another rookie early-rounder in Dobbs. I can agree with that. And <laughs> and then you expect some magic just because you participate in training camp. I think Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> but you still think he's number two? Yeah, he still all gets right. my nod at number two. All right. But but 2B? Is, is Burrow 2B? Burrow's 2B for all sure. Right. He's right. definitely 2B, man. He got that Tom Brady look in his eye when mm-hmm. I watch his game. Watch how he operates in those late quarters. Watch how he makes those same special plays. He he has it, and I like it. Just not for the Saturday. Yeah, Sunday. Sunday, yeah. right? <laughs> All right. So we got the matchup, Desmond. I want to pick your brain first uh, about the overall matchup. We've yeah. been talking about Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow. Now those guys are not be on the field together. So they like it's kind of a dynamic that even though we say it's quarterback versus quarterback, it's quarterbacks versus the defenses. Right. So from a defensive perspective. And then a complete team perspective. And then I want your prediction score and everything. Yeah. Well, this will be a close one. You know, I think obviously Joe Burrow has some built-in confidence playing against this team before having some success against this defense. But I think this is a better Kansas City defense. The front front four, these guys are playing like men right now. Chris Jones, obviously the season he's having from an interior lineman. You know, even got Frank Clark on the, on the board. You know, these guys are coming together. Karloff is putting a lot of pressure on quarterbacks. I, mm-hmm. I believe they were number three in the league in, in sacks. So this is this is a good sign for for Kansas City. Then you got the second level, a young guy like like Nick Bolton. You know, he's playing all time uh, organizational tackle in the season leader. Um, special, special. You need a staple in the middle to stop a guy like Joe Burrow and in the back end. I think that's where. There's some question mark for me. Obviously, Snead is a special player on in that front, but I think Joe Burrow just has the confidence, his receivers versus defensive backs of Kansas City one-on-one. So I think that's going to be a, a matchup to watch this game. Outside of that, you know, Patrick Mahomes is going to do what he does, uh, nicked up or not, even if he's 80%, man, you want Patrick Mahomes out there to, what, to run your quarterback. And what's your, what's your score prediction? Final Putting score, you on the spot. Final score, we got uh, – 21-27 Kansas City okay. Chiefs. So 20, 27-21, yes, good sir. guys. Good guys. All right, so, yeah, I, I think from a, a big-picture perspective, uh, yes, the hot team right now is the Bengals. Yeah. Uh, the way they dismantled the Bills, the way they got to the, you know, maybe the, the odds against them. Some people think they got the short end of the stick in regards to – getting into the playoffs and not having that number two seed because the rules changed. Uh, They changed the rules on the spot where normally because they were winning in that game, they should have gotten the win and then they would have been the two seed. Then they would have hosted uh, Buffalo at home. So they answered all that by beating Buffalo handily on their home field. Uh, But I feel like, like you mentioned, this Chiefs defense has really stepped up. What they've done in regards to hitting quarterbacks, mm-hmm. sacking quarterbacks, number two in the league in sacks, uh, a top team in hurries and hits. Uh, there's, a, there's a few stats that jump out in regards to what this Chiefs team has done, uh, how well they've been uh, defensively on third down, uh, what they've actually accomplished in the red zone. So, like, the Chiefs know that the matter at hand is scoring touchdowns. Yeah. They know that the Bengals are going to come in. They're going to roll the dice at times. There might be minimal punts, especially if you get near the midfield. If anything is at fourth and four or less, you may, see, <laughs> you may see them go for it because what you accomplish, and this is a decision that Zach Taylor will have to deal with as well as Andy Reid, is how often do you want to give the opposing quarterback the ball? Right. Versus, and, and how much of a benefit is it that if you can – drop a punt on the 10-yard line, but he still has the ball versus going for it on fourth down, and if you don't get it, he got the ball at the 50. Like, you know that these quarterbacks are so special that 90 yards, 40 yards, 50 yards may not make a difference, (laughs) and you don't want to get caught being conservative Mm -hmm. and allowing another team to put pressure on your defense for another 12 to 15-play drive, moving the ball down the field, and – ultimately putting points on the board. And the second piece of that is turnovers. You know, that could have the same effect. Kansas City can't turn the ball over, give this team, give Joe Burrow and those guys mm-hmm. extra possessions, especially late in the game because that's the type of plays that could turn this thing. But I think Kansas City will be the team that makes that late late game turnover. Yeah. 
and goes out and win this big game. So I'm saying my prediction, one, Nostradanen has just shown up in the building. <laughs> my prediction, we are going to cause a turnover on special teams. Okay. We are going to cause at least two other turnovers, maybe a strip sack or a tip ball that's an interception, and we will win this game 33-24. Good guys go to Glendale, Arizona for their third Super Bowl trip in four years. That's my prediction. Hold me to it. We'll be back next week regardless on Thursday talking about this game, this win, and this next opportunity. For Desmond, for the Absent Barbershop, for my man Julio, I am Danon Hughes. We'll talk to y'all next week. Go Chiefs. Peace. This is Players Only with Danon Hughes and Sean Barber. Thursday nights at 6 on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.